mindfulness mode. Sometimes when you are uh, when you are angry, you are not in a position to uh, to bring your thoughts in the right way. Welcome Mindfulness Mode. Welcome Mindful Tribe. Great to have you here today again. And I am looking forward to telling you about today's guest. He's a dynamic leader from India and he currently resides in Ashburn, Virginia. He has an MBA in Human Resources. He has a degree in Organizational Development and he has dedicated his life to building mindsets that achieve excellence. And he's just recently written a new book that we're going to be talking about. And the book is called Habits for Miracles. Habits for Miracles. So I'm here today with Rahul Karan Sharma. Rahul, are you in mindfulness mode today? Yes, I am. Thank you, Bruce, uh, for having me here. It's great to meet you. Great to have you on the show. Rahul, what does mindfulness mean to you? For me, mindfulness is being in the moment. Whether it is talking to your friend, talking to your employees, talking to your family, eating food, any moment that you are involved, just live the moment. And uh, that is what mindfulness for me. Right. Well, I'm really interested in this book, and I just want to know if you can share with us why you decided to re- to write this book, uh, first of all, and then we'll get into more details about it, Habits for Miracles. <clears throat> sure. Thank you, Bruce. So one of the primary reasons why I decided to wrote, write this book is when, in my experience, I have encountered numerous uh, students because we were having uh, predominantly freshers, uh, entry-level graduates. And when we hired them, they had tremendous potential. Mm -hmm. What intrigued me that post three months, four months, five months, uh, somehow they were unable to unleash their true potential. And either they quit on us or we quit on them in hard ways and when it happened so for so many years i decided to write this book primarily for uh, entry level graduates as well as for corporate employees who are who get stuck uh, in, in their career so that was my primary reason to allow people how they can unleash their potential is everything is there in them I heard many a times, my manager is not good, my team is not good, uh, I do not come from healthy, wealthy family. So everyone has their own reasons as to why they could not unleash their potential. With this book, I want to let everyone know there is no one else who is responsible for your success except you. So that's the whole purpose. Right, that makes sense. Well, in the book, you have uh, used the number four as the title, Habits for Miracles. Why did you choose to do that instead of F-O-R? So uh, technically it was something new. It's easy to search. When you search habit F-O-R miracles, uh, sometimes the title might not come in or it will uh, come like for me is a very common word. I wanted it to be a little unique, uh, catchy uh, for people. And um, I wanted it to be very appealing 
to individuals when they are searching, it's easy as well for them. Right. Well, this is your second book, and I'm just wondering, what did you learn from your first book that you were able to apply when you wrote this second book? So a lot of learning, Bruce. Uh, honestly, uh, when I wrote my first book, within eight weeks, I was ready to publish my second book, which is Habits for Miracles. Uh, but I took a pause. Uh, it took me around six months before I published. And uh, what I realized was um, there are a lot of information that are available on internet that people can find. Um, I wanted to inject few real-time stories. Mm -hmm. uh, in my first book, I did not add a lot of my personal stories. So this book, uh, I have my stories, well, where my roots are from, what experience I have gained. So, so that is number one. Number two, I learned that writing a book is fairly easy than promoting or marketing a book. So, so that was another angle that I learned um, over a period of time, but it was a great learning and I'm, I'm, I'm still a work is in progress when it comes to marketing because that is not my forte, honestly, Right. but I'm learning. Right. Well, what is one of the most important habits in order to have a miracle happen in your life? I would say it is the mind talk, talking to your mind. Mind is a very uh, powerful uh, thing that God has given to all of us. And it is the mind that plans everything. The game is planned in our mind. So if we can do positive mind talk, inject positive ideas, positive thoughts, it will really be a game changer. In my opinion, it has been for me. Uh, I'm seeing it in my kids. My kids are also imbibing these uh, mind talk, these habits, and I can see that can make a huge difference in anyone's life. How valuable do you think a mentor is in achieving some of these successes? Oh, what a question. I think number one reason, or probably number two reason, number one reason why people fail, in my opinion, or leaders fail, because they do not do follow-up or follow-through. The second reason for everyone, every aspect of life, they fail because they do not have proper direction. So having a mentor is an absolute must. Uh, it, whether it is from your work, from your uh, home, or from a family member, or from someone you know, a professional mentor is always very, very big help. So big, important, big role for a mentor. So for those Mindful Tribe listeners today on the, on the show who are listening to this, what advice would you give to a person who is looking for a, a mentor and doesn't even know where to start? I would say is you, first of all, identify why you need a mentor. Okay. What is the purpose for which you need a mentor? Mm -hmm. Either you need a mentor to push yourself, either you need a mentor to, to bounce ideas, either you need a mentor to who will hold you accountable. Once you know, then identify a person who will be able to give you that positivity who is not draining 
from you, but giving you that positivity. Uh, and today, there are many mentors that are available, Bruce. Uh, but I would say, go go with a person who has your heart, who has a heart, who 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 is able to help you beyond money, because money is not everything. So who is able to go above and beyond? Uh, that is what I would recommend and definitely recommend to a listener to have a coach in their life, have a mentor in their life. If they really want to move to the next level. Mm. Is it okay to have a mentor who is someone that you know from online activity, maybe they put out a lot of videos, maybe they uh, are doing a lot of social media. Can that be a mentor? Or does it have to be somebody that I can meet with personally? Uh, personally, for me, uh, I would have an in-person interaction. Uh, but yes, I have uh, my coach. Uh, we used to connect once in a quarter, but rest of the time it was through a video call or uh, Zoom. So I would not say you need to have an in-person mentor, but you. my request would be know the person with whom you are going to engage. Uh, know what they have done. Know what they can do for you. And, and go with your heart. Don't go with your mind. Most of the time we get confused. Oh my God, this person is charging this kind of money. Should I go or not? I think we need to invest in our own self. Uh, do whatever you can to bring, arrange for funds for that kind of investment because that will really change your trajectory forever. A mentor can do that for you. Rahul, I'm sure you are a mentor to many people. Can you tell us a story about someone to whom you are a mentor? Yes. Yes. So I will tell you two weeks ago, uh, I got a call from uh, one of my team members and uh, that person was talking about uh, credibility, leadership credibility. And he was telling me that I learned to be a credible leader from an individual. He didn't share a name from an individual whom I met in my first week at work. And I asked him, what did you do or what did she do? And that person said that I met that individual in an elevator and this individual greeted me with a wrong name. Mm. And uh, we went to our offices and within five minutes, I received an email from this individual apologizing for addressing me with the wrong name. And that really touched me because that person was very senior leader in the company. And then this individual was asking me, my, my uh, mentee, that how we can be that mentor, how we can be that leader who can give those guidance, that servant leadership attitude. And that only comes from your heart. That comes from your uh, your positivity so and actually that individual was talking about me bruce i was not knowing that he's talking about me but he was sharing with me that one of the reason that i got um, you know fascinated by you is about this story so 
the point i am sharing is when i did this 10 years ago bros i never anticipated that okay i did this and now this will happen after 10 years i did whatever i felt right no one asked me to send an email apologies apologetic email but i just did because i felt because if it would happen with me i would have felt bad that okay this leader does not know my name so that is one story i just got to know about two weeks ago and i just thought i'll, I'll share with the audience yeah. so so do whatever your heart is saying you know those sure. tiny tiny things you will do you do not know how it will impact uh, other person because i feel as a leader we are kind of a celebrity whether we know it or not people are watching us every single thing we are doing we are being watched when we are at work when we are not at work so we need to be very very mindful of what we are doing in the office outside the office in with in front of friends in front of family right good point rahul as you moved from teenagehood into young adulthood what was one of the biggest frustrations and biggest challenges that you were met with and was there any aspect of mindfulness that helped you through it so one of the aspect bruce uh, i was uh, very shy I, my personality was very shy uh huh i was hesitant in talking to people and uh, that kind of was biting me inside my head and uh, i connected with uh, one of my uh, school uh, teacher mm -hmm. my high school teacher and <clears throat> he was a sports teacher so it was not like i was talking to a math teacher or a biology and he gave me some guidance and and he told me that you need to focus on yourself don't focus on what others are thinking mm -hmm. so be if you do things that you want to do you will be able to be happy you will be able to achieve things and he requested me to practice silence sometimes silence is golden yes. silence can can just take over and there's another aspect around the mindfulness also as silence so so silence has helped me in my thinking process silence has helped me in not taking uh, irrational decisions and silence has helped me in in uh, knowing more about my own self who am i as a person so so that is one story i thought i'll share with you thank you and do you meditate is this silence you speak of is this part of your meditation practice uh, it's a work in progress bruce um, i i i tried doing a meditation uh, still i'm 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 learning but the meditation or uh, the the silence i practice so at our home bruce we have, we play this game quite often 10 minute silence where all of all four of us me my wife kids we are in the same room for 10 minute silence no one is touching their gadgets no one is talking to each other so that is something we started practicing and when we are in that silent mode there are a lot of thoughts that are coming and we want to see how we are able to percolate those thoughts journal those thoughts and the only thing i have practiced is around the breathing so deep breathing because one of uh, uh, one of the person i know he tells me that god has given given all of us a specific number of breaths mm -hmm. so we need to be mindful of having longer breath so that 
we don't reach that number of breath that we need to take sooner. What was the most surprising thing that you heard about your book? One of the most surprising pieces of feedback that you heard in response to Habits for Miracles? So I was just in India last week and I met uh, two individuals uh, and they told me about how after reading my book, automatically they have been practicing few things in their life which is one they both of them told me about the positivity the positive thoughts positive thinking and one of the individual told me that i used to get late in my meetings uh-huh. and i decided i kept saying to myself that i need to be before time and then what he told me that i used to say time like let's say for four o'clock meeting he would say i need to be in the meeting at 3 50. So he started practicing that and he said that he has improved. His clients are telling him that he's gone better. His family is surprising, surprised that he's got better. So this all happened only due to positive mind talk. And he's not my client. He just read chapters of my book and just my blogs. And that's what he was able to do. So uh, it was it's very pleasing to see that people are able to implement uh, the learning that too so quickly. I was not anticipating for people to give me that feedback so uh, so quickly. That's fantastic, Rahul. One of the things you talk about is grit, determination, and perseverance. Why are those three words so important to you? I believe uh, they are. They define you. Uh, we we all have to be hustlers, and when you hustle these things that great perseverance that is so important uh, no one has achieved anything in this life without hustling uh, sometimes we may feel that oh my god this person has achieved this without doing anything oh he's the son of uh, so and so person so we take it for granted but Trust me, it's it's the hustle. So that's the reason I like those words. Yeah, those are great words. Tell me an example where you use perseverance to really make it through something that was challenging. So I would uh, talk about uh, my swimming. So uh, after uh, 20 years of gap, I decided to go back into the swimming. I used to swim in my high school, college days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but post-pandemic, uh, I decided to go to swimming, uh, and my doc, my physician advised that hey, swimming is the best exercise. So I decided to, I went to my gym. My gym had a 25 meter uh, pool, and I said, "Hard work, man!" I was very excited to jump in the pool and said, "I will do 10 laps of 25 meters." Within first lap, it was very challenging for me to finish the first lap. I was tired. I had to take 10 minutes break, Bruce, to mm. go back to the next uh, uh, next lap. And it was so tiring that after four laps, I was done. So day one, only four laps. And I was really disappointed by my performance, uh, not knowing that I have not done it for 20 years, uh, not knowing that uh, physical activity, before doing any physical activity, you have to prepare your body. Yeah. Uh, so all those things were going in my mind and I did some uh, mind talk with my own self that, hey, how this happened and what I can do to do better. I researched about some swimming techniques, 
uh, how what kind of exercise I need to do before and after. And within three weeks, uh, Bruce, I was able to swim 40 laps nonstop. Wow. Did you say three weeks? Within three weeks. That's unbelievable. That's incredible. Four zero. And this was only possible because I was accountable. I was determined to make it happen. Uh, there was no excuse that I was having in my mind. So that itself was a miracle for me, uh, going from, you know, four laps, which was too many stops, too many breaks, to 40 nonstop. Uh, that's something uh, unthinkable for, for me, and mm -hmm. I was able to do it. Let's dig into this thing you talk about in your book called Mind Talk. I know that this is just so powerful and it's such a great way that you describe it in your book. Tell us what mind talk is. So mind talk, the, I, the way I have put it is talking positive things to your mind. Our mind is unable to distinguish between what is real and what is imaginary. Mm -hmm. So if we talk to our mind about, so for example, uh, the last in uh, in the spring season, my son uh, uh, used to play basketball, and his team became a champion in that season. And that was his first season, so he was he was still learning. And one night, uh, I asked him, "Man, what are you doing?" Uh, he was murmuring in his head, and he said that I'm doing mind talk. Uh -huh. I said, "Okay, but what about tomorrow's game?" I'm telling to myself that I need to score a basket in tomorrow's game. And, and to, in the next day, he scored. Wow. Now, that was, the first, that was, I think, fourth game. He played all the four games, but he could not score. But because, of he, because he prepared his mind, and our mind, as I said earlier, is so powerful, it can break or make things for us. So if we want to achieve something, I would say speak positively to your mind. And I do twice in a day, Bruce. I do it when I'm going to bed mm -hmm. and I do it when I wake up. Um, and, and an example of this would be that I need to finish my chapter five today. Just example. So I just say to myself that I need to. So what happens is subconsciously, your mind is ready or making you work on that uh, activity that you want to do. And that's how you take action. So that's what mind talk is, talking positively to your mind, because all the decision happens here. Yeah, I love how easy your book is to understand and how it's action oriented. So can you give us a piece of action that we could do right now to improve our life? I would say uh, just close your eyes and say positively about yourself. And when we do mind talk, we, we say our name. So Rahul is a positive person. Rahul will complete his chapter five by tonight. If you just do these things you, know, you can do right now and you can feel the difference. And the story I was telling you about people I met in India, they, they are not uh, habitual readers. Mm -hmm. 
So, so there are people who read books on a regular basis, and there are people who just read because they want to read. So they were not habitual reader. They read it, and then they were able to implement it. And the, the second person example, Bruce, I didn't share. He shared a very unique example. He shared about traffic. He shared that we have to be in our office. So, so uh, his wife works in a hospital, mm -hmm. and they have a specific clock in time. And he said that when, when we know that we will be able to reach office on time, when we say that we will reach office on time, everything happens good. But the day when we are running late, we keep on telling, oh my God, I will get late. Oh my God, I will get late. And when that happens, then I'm getting traffic. Then I'm getting uh, the uh, the rail, uh, the, uh, the rail, uh, Crossing, railway crossing. Yeah. So so everything, because my mind is already thinking negative that, okay, I will be late, I will be late, I will be late. So it, it happens that when you think something, that is what happens because your mind, subconsciously your mind is allowing, asking you to do that. So that's what something, you know, I would say is so important. That is the impact of mind talk. Right. Well, I know that you do a lot of public speaking, and I'm wondering, Rahul, if you can share uh, a powerful storytelling experience from your speaking engagements that resonated with your audience in terms of mindfulness. So uh, I would talk about uh, this instance uh, I was doing in a, I was with a group of leaders. 90% of them had to overnight uh, get more responsibility because of some situation in the corporate. And uh, we were having a discussion and one of the individual asked me that I'm, I think I'm a great leader for my team, but can you tell me what we can do to be a great leader for the organization? What, how I can build my credibility? And uh, one of the aspects that we spoke about was giving back to the community, giving back to the teams that you are not responsible for. And first of all, no, it's not that you don't want to do, but you are not mindful about it. You are only thinking about people that you are directly, who are directly working with you. Sometimes we don't think about people who are not working with us. So, so I requested the individual to be mindful for people who all he can support, uh, mindful of sharing his knowledge with the people who are not uh, accustomed to speak with you. And that's how you can build credibility for the larger organization. So just by acknowledging and being mindful is what helped this individual in building his own credibility. I know, Rahul, when you work with people on this topic of leadership and mindset, sometimes you hear stories where someone was bullied or there was a bullying situation. Do you have anything at all that you can share with us about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference? Uh, bullying, uh, not, not necessarily, but yes, uh, I've heard, this has not happened with me, but I've heard where uh, when you are new in the corporate world or when you are new to any location or probably uh, college, 
there are sometimes people who are who, who are there who are known as like a bosses yeah they, they tend to bully you and um, it was a story that the individual was getting bullied mm-hmm. uh bullied not physically but more on a mental basis and uh, when this individual brought this to his parents the parents requested him to talk to the teacher but before he talked to the teacher he should give back to them right not not by same thing but you need to let them know because they are bullying you because you are quiet mm-hmm. they are bullying, bullying you because you you want to be bullied mm-hmm. because some the moment you talk to them you you uh, raise your voice or you fight against it the things will turn around and with this individual this is what happened he before he went to his teacher he went back to those students and raised his voice and the other team other group of people they were surprised and so he was being very mindful of what words to use to whom to talk what about his body language and he was able to turn the tables and just by being mindful by using the senses because sometimes when you are um, when you are angry you are not in a position to uh, to bring your thoughts in the right way so you need to calm down be mindful of the situation around you and then act accordingly right well thanks for sharing that with us rahul your website habits and then the number 4 and then miracles habits for miracles.com same name as your book so mindful tribe check that out and as we move forward in the interview rahul i, I want to ask you f- uh, five quick answer questions so just 30 second answers are perfect the first one is this who is one person who has been a powerful mindfulness uh influence in your life oh uh, my father uh yes yeah, so i've i've learned uh, things from him uh he was a meditator okay uh, and i've learned and practiced the mindfulness uh, from him very good very good my second question is about emotions how has mindfulness affected how you deal with your emotions very much uh i was not the same person uh, earlier but now i'm being more mindful of my emotions and this has really changed the way uh i have i, I deal with people Mm-hmm. Uh, because i have managed many people many team members so mindfulness has been a big big impact for me in a positive way let's talk about breathing do you have any thoughts ideas suggestions examples about breathing and how that can help you in your mindfulness journey so for breathing the way i do it is deep breathing mm-hmm. and uh, that so in so that is one thing i do deep breathing uh and uh, there is no formula there is no way it's just deep breathing and being mindful of doing deep breathing because normally we just do normally breathing so for deep breathing you need to prepare your mind to to do that so that is what i would recommend just do deep breathing yeah for sure uh we've been talking about your book habits for miracles are there any other books that you would recommend that are related to mindfulness uh one of the book uh, i read it was written by a buddhist uh monk um the 
the miracle of mindfulness okay uh that is one book uh, i would recommend and the reason i'm i i would recommend is uh he the the author has laid down very practical and easy uh methods for practicing mindfulness practicing meditation and and uh, to de-stress yourself so the miracle of mindfulness i think that is the title of the book uh, if i'm not wrong it's thank written you. by a buddhist monk yeah okay yeah thank you for that any apps do you use apps to help you with your mindfulness i have not used but i have heard of uh, an app uh, bruce called aura a u r a okay uh, that has been uh, good for uh, uh, being mindful and and being de-stressing yourself sure Okay. Well, I really appreciate all that you're doing in the world and how you're helping leaders, helping people with their mindset, helping people move forward closer to success. And before we wrap up the interview, I want to ask you, Rahul, if you have any final words of advice, just words of wisdom that can help our listeners to move forward. I would say uh, life is too short for us to have uh, any grudges uh, with anyone. Uh, be positive, spread positivity, and make a better world for your own self. That's something I would say to our listeners. Very good advice. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Rahul. Thank you, Bruce, for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye now. Bye-bye. Hey, Mindful Tribe, I want to thank my sponsor, Athletic Greens. They have a product called AG1 that I started taking some time ago because I wanted to improve my gut health. I wanted to optimize my immune system. I wanted to just improve my health in general, and this has really done it. AG1 contains 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients, and probiotics. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, or whatever your diet is, this will work for you. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial ingredients, and it supports better sleep and better alertness. Athletic Greens uses the best products based on the latest science, and it costs less than $3 a day. Like I said, the product is called AG1, the company is called Athletic Greens, and they have over 7,000 five-star reviews online. So. Here's a special offer for you, Mindful Tribe. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com mindfulness. So once again, that's athleticgreens.com mindfulness to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So with that, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.